just for you know, just in case uh, less listeners are wondering, I'm actually of Hindu descent. Yeah, right. They did. We, we do you support Tulsi Gabbard? Yoga. Fuck, Tulsi no, Gabbard dude, fine. she's a psycho. First of all, <laughs> white Hindus are like my like I I would rather vote for like an alt right person than is a she white, white Hindu. She's not white. She's, she's white. Not white. She's a white Hindu. She is not white. She's generally talked no. about as being a person of color. Yeah, she's not she's brown. I don't no. know. She's her a white skin person. is brown. I've seen her skin. Nope. <laughs> Nope. She is, is definitely brown. She's like wearing a lot of tan number two from uh <laughs> from uh, No, she's she's a white person. You have great sound. We have professional quality. We do have sound good sound. Thank you You're for noticing engineer. that. You I'm not a good in, I'm I'm a barely serviceable one. That's not true. With with uh very limited tools that we bought for under two hundred dollars, and it's amazing that our sound quality is just as good. There as are podcasts else. that I listen to, and I'm like, "How did popular this... ones? My There's popular podcast was shit sound. My favorite is still that New York Times article about the advice podcast that those two women had, <clears throat> where they just recorded on their iPhone and the like the voice memo section, and they uploaded that, and that was their podcast, and they expected to get sponsorships and big deals out of it. Right. That's what people do. They just think, oh, just record. It'll be fine. You should have them on your, you should have them on your abandoned podcast podcast. I know. I was so, uh, I was like on the zeitgeist for that thing. Yeah, you would have been featured in that ah, article. Did you you abandon the abandoned podcast podcast? (laughs) Pretty sure I did. I just couldn't, it sounded shit. I just couldn't, I wasn't, I did two episodes. I should play, I should send them to people and see if they're actually good. But they just felt like there was something missing. You know, I was on this podcast. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is, is a great podcast. Interviewing people who started an abandoned podcast. Yes. That's yeah. great. And why? Yeah, why? why? I like that. It's a good idea. I'll I have I have two episodes ready and I'll send them to people and we'll see if they like them or not. I just, I now just, you would have so many more options too because you were kind of ahead of the curve and oh, now yeah. everybody has it's isn't it so great when you, this, they stop coming out I love when my friends like oh it's the best it's like I oh I haven't heard about this in a little yeah. while weird my the best Twitter feed is still po- at podcast starting and it's literally a bot that retweets people saying I'm starting a podcast <laughs> it is really good. it is amazing <laughs> it is the best Twitter f- it makes me so happy to see those <laughs> tweets come up every time and it's always somebody who's like bravely towing the yeah. waters like what's up friends would you guys like a yes. hour every week of me digesting interesting topical news topics about the tech world and new disruptive technologies and it's and like a lot of friends are like yeah Brian no but that's the best it's, they don't even do that it will have no retweets other than starting a podcast <laughs> no likes nothing and I'm just like oh I love it well, I'd love to be on when I abandoned my podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do when we abandon this podcast when, yeah when we get in trouble, when we give it up. Speaking of podcasts, a very big podcast uh, called Unpopular Opinion, which we That's share. Not very big. It's quite big for a podcast. It has, okay. It's self sufficient, it's self sustaining. So it, that's pretty good. They have Patreon followers. Yes. yes. Um, I mean, comparatively a lot. But they get, what, 5,000 downloads per episode? Six. It's enough for them. Um, we oh share Why a lot aren't of. you guys on Patreon? We nobody would pay. Your us. followers are too broke. <laughs> we don't want to be like certain people we know whose Patreons are very sad. Yeah, right. You so, don't want to have a sad Patreon. You got to go from. Uh, you can't have a shitty. Pa- I can't. think our three. Like no. It's if not. you do start a Patreon, I want to see some titty pics. Yeah. <laughs> Come and just. Well, oh. you, um. So this unpopular opinion podcast is hosted by Adam Todd Brown, and he recently reconciled with his longtime former co-host Jeff May. And they had a long episode about their falling out and why. Lots of interior podcast drama. But one of our listeners tattled to us about a special moment contained within the podcast. So I just thought I'd play it. I right think here. that, this is Adam that kind Brown of speaks talking. to, I don't know how to put this to make it an unpopular opinion, but the idea that just having a person with different viewpoints on a TV show or podcast is automatically giving that person a platform. It is if you're doing it like Joe Rogan. If you let them just talk and you go, wow. Right. That is giving them a platform. I've had Isaac Simpson on this podcast several times. Isaac Simpson is an alt-right dude. But I challenge the things he says on the podcast. I think that's important. And that, I feel like, is a big difference. Anytime you can push someone's dick in the dirt for being a bad person, I'm all about it. (laughs) 
I love I, this is so quintessentially Jeff in in like just a nutshell of oh I love that so much. You know that how, is, yeah, you just skip ahead to the ontology that alt right means you're a terrible person. It's just like you don't have to explain why you just are. What at first? Okay, what does he say there for a second? There's an edit. He goes. They, they he goes, cut Bruh. something out. Oh, those motherfuckers! They cut something out that they said. Yeah, it's Jeff right around. It's giving them a platform. It. I've had Isaac Listen Simpson carefully this on this there podcast is... several times. Isaac Simpson is an alt right dude, there but isn't. Oh, I fuck. There is an edit in there. Yeah, there's an there's an edit. He edited dude in. He said he said asshole. He was he was like moving to no 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 no. He cut out something he said after that. So he was talking shit either about you or about me. Either about me for having a podcast with an alt right person, or about you further. So, um, and before we Whoa, get great catch, man. Before that we is this amazing. is like this is the I would have never the yeah, podcasting yeah, world. Yeah, this I is like the equivalent. Before we get too far, I want to send this message to Adam Todd Brown. If you are going to say these things about my podcast co-host, all right, and if anyone wants to send this to him, they can. If you're going to say these things. Then next time, at least plug the name of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just come on. (laughs) Fuck's sake. God damn it. Jesus. That would be giving him a platform, though. Right. Yeah, that's true. It would be against his his no thought um, police rule or no thought criminal rule. Um, First of all, as I said on our forum, when somebody we had a we had a guest reveal this to us on our forum or a listener. Yeah. Uh, th- what's so infuriating about this is that the name of this podcast is Unpopular Opinion. And yet, somehow, every opinion that is shared on the show is quite popular in the media landscape. <laughs> Secondly, I am so motherfucking far from alt-right, Ooh. it's not even funny. It's like, as I said on my thing, I voted for fucking Bernie Sanders, and, and I'm going to vote for him again. Who did you vote for? For president, I voted for Trump for president. Okay. But <laughs> hey, there's a lot of me. There's a lot of swing voters in this country. A lot. A lot of people vote for economic reasons. I don't think that's true. A lot of people I think that's false. Okay, okay, that's actually not true. Look at numbers, and I just learned this on Nate Silver's podcast. Numbers in Michigan. Obama got fifty percent of white people that didn't go to college in Michigan. Guess how many Clinton he got counties? I don't know. Zero. But if you're like, if you're so like, there are many Bernie people Trump. that swinged, man. There are many people that swing. Oh, yeah, if you're going Bernie that swung, that's a pretty wide swing. No, it's not short. It's a horseshoe. Well, there's all those. It's, yeah, there's all these Obama Trump voters. That's a yeah. That's basically that's what, what I was. Made the difference. I voted like, for Obama so, twice. So I voted for Obama twice. You're the Trump. elusive okay. Obama Trump. I'm that, a fucking that, swing voter. This is who people should listen to. But hold on, hold on. The alt right, <laughs> like the alt, like the definition, right? The alt right, alt is short for alternative, right? It's the like yeah, it's, it's the like, people that switched over who listened. So to, you yeah. literally are the definition of alt right. It's the people that were disillusioned, like disillusioned, angry white men, which you you are. You're a disillusioned, angry white guy, and you you're like, fuck, I want change. So Bernie represents change, and Trump represents change, and you went with those two people. Okay, that's an alt. You're an alt right guy. What you're saying is accurate. I don't yeah. think that that's what they mean by alt right though. I think that's they not, mean they mean yeah. alt right as in Hitler racist Nazi. I mean that's what yeah, they Yeah, you're saying. not a Klansman, but you're alt right. Uh, I don't think that that's what they mean by that. Yeah. I you know I, what I mean like yeah, I, I think I think that what's so frustrating is I think they're trying to hold themselves out as we have people we we have a, a diversity of thought on here which they don't at all. But and well, they're, you know they're using me. Wait, it's wait, bullshit wait. because they're getting social capital. They're they're getting to use me in an argument <laughs> for why their podcast isn't bullshit. And their podcast, their podcast is bullshit. And it's not fair. I will not be used by them to explain why their podcast is ideologically open or how they're shitting on all right people because I am the least all right motherfucker. They could have the least all right. He's the least all right motherfucker. If they had a real all right person on there, they wouldn't be able to handle it. They would fucking melt down. Do you think that they actually don't have a wide variety of uh, opinions on there? Do you know that for a fact? You're just saying that because. Well, I've never heard one on there. So what, I mean, what I, is this podcast? Can we back up? Yeah. I, I haven't. I haven't. It heard is. That it's a show called Unpopular Opinion, and it's like the flagship podcast of this fairly wide podcast network. It's hosted by Adam Todd Brown, who is a former cracked writer yeah. and uh, quite popular 
writing wise. He's a great writer. He's a very intelligent guy. Super intelligent. He's very much what I would I would love to be Adam Todd Brown. Yeah. You know, to make money just for my ideas, have a podcast network. He's a really cool guy and he's very smart and his takes are very smart. The problem is they are utterly intolerant of heterodox thinking. Like you cannot be a Trump supporter. You cannot be a Republican. If you are that on that show, you're fucked. Like they're going to shout you down the entire fucking show. It does. It did result when Isaac went on by himself and they talked about Trump. It did result in my favorite liberal freakout moment, which we is, shouldn't be hurting people. Somebody yeah. yelled that this at guy, <laughs> this guy who probably has no black friends and or even thinks of black people as humans. <laughs> Every time I want to be named, sympathetic to Isaac, no, extrapolates. No, named. I can't even fuck Brett Raider. Named Brett Raider. So we had a black guy with us on the show, and this guy, like flips out he has a total meltdown because i'm trying to defend my position and he asked me in front of the black guy he's like do you think he's a less of a person because he has black skin it's like what'd you say i was like (laughs) yes duh (laughs) but this is also this is also the thing that like every every minority group deals with every single person whenever you're too lazy to go and research the group that you have a problem with or the opinion that's opposite of your opinion Anybody who knows a little bit more about that or is a little bit more interested or leans a little bit more that way is automatically that extreme to you because you're so insular and you're so sheltered from those people. I agree. And like on this podcast, I mean, like, like Brett Raider, Jeff May, these are all just sounding boards for Adam. You know what I mean? It's just his ideas bouncing back off and hitting him in the face. I mean, Hmm. Jeff is like, Jeff's a funny comic. Oh God, I'm 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 going in. Jeff is like <laughs> the uh like he's like the teacher's pet kid in the classroom that then like he's like makes snarky comments all the time, but then when you're whispering, he's like shh and like shh <laughs> and like that's a great description. That's like that's the quintessential. That's Brett Raider, Jeff May. That's all of them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's and that's what's on that podcast. So Isaac, wow. Since you're that's not all damning, you're it's not all damning. right. What? Uh, in terms of what did you hope for voting for Trump? Like what? And has that been achieved? Are we really going to talk about this right now? Just briefly. Um, You're you're saying you're not all right. So I hoped for the stagnant wages of the actual common working people of this country to go up for the first time in 40 years. And they are. So, you know, I like, look, I don't like the racism. I totally understand the fear. I don't want to divide people. I don't, I, the last thing I want to do is divide people. The last thing. But I also can understand this totally misunderstood group of white working class people and black working class people who voted for Trump because there's fucking a shit ton of them and Mexican, you know, 30% of them even here did. So, you know, there are people out there, millions of them who voted for Trump. I don't think that they're all evil. You know, I think they did it for a reason. I think Again, they did, I think they did it because they were angry. You, I think they did it because they were frustrated. Wait, 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 and they ah, any... You've gone okay. completely off the rails. Okay, okay. I asked you, All right. what did you hope to... You've listed one thing. You said that stagnant wages have improved. What okay. else? Um, what did you hope for by voting for Trump? Let's see. Uh, I hoped... I, I like the way he criticizes the media sometimes. I think that, that was a, that's an issue. You know, I, I think the one-sidedness of the, the, the media leaves a lot of people feeling uh, unheard. Christians, you know, out in the cold. I think those people are Americans too. They deserve to be heard. So I, I like that. You think Christians are uh, having trouble? I mean, if you watch the TV, it's not like your perspective is really being reflected very much. I mean, if the, your your perspective is reflected pretty hard in the halls of government, though. I mean, depending on where you live, sure. sure. You know, not necessarily here, but I mean, you know, abortion rights, right? That's something that some Christians care a lot about. You know, look, all I'm saying is I live living in the South for three years really opened my eyes to a lot of things. It kind of, you know, I was ultra left my whole life, raised ultra left, everything being ultra left. Living in the South for three years kind of just opened my eyes to there are other people out there who live different types of lives. lives. You know, there are rural people. Okay, here there, we go again. We're back to I'm you're just talking saying, about okay, it's representation wh- then. The wh- third thing would be representation. Okay. Simply having somebody there, not the Trump represents common people because he obviously doesn't no. but i'm saying having somebody there who is willing to beat open that door and at least open the conversation to where we're now we're talking about tariffs right that was another big thing i wanted tariffs for sure want tariffs because i'm a fucking leftist leftist wants tariffs historically always so tariffs 
rising wages, uh, you know, better representation of the common people in the halls of government. That's it. Is Trump the right guy for it? Absolutely not. Trump was a tool. He was a hammer that opened up the door. I'm ready for him to go. I'll vote Biden. If you get Biden Warren up there, I'll fucking vote for him. But if you're going to put some alt-right Isaac Simpson there endorses Biden and Warren. I'll vote for them. This is good. What about Bernie? Who would you not vote for? Wouldn't vote for Harris. Wouldn't vote for um, uh, a lot of the other people up there. What about Yang? Are you? I love Yang. Yang Yang. I would totally vote for Yang. I'd vote for Yang almost over almost anybody. What about so like? Because you you have these views and like for some systematically you feel this way, but you've also said some things like I I was on this podcast when you're like we don't give white people enough credit for the I things that I think that's a white people have done. <laughs> I think that's a paraphrase of what I said, but okay. But like okay, fine, that might be a paraphrase. But you did you basically were like we don't give European people enough credit for shit. Um, Which is like an alt-right I ideology. I, that. I like mean, Tucker Carlson has definitely said that. Yeah. I've heard it. I don't know if I said that or think that white people don't get enough credit for stuff. I think I episode know. two of the Denny Megasode. Yeah. Listeners, pull clips, know. send them in. Pull clips. I, I don't in. think hating white people is good. I, I don't agree with hating white people because they're white. It's not good to judge a white person by their skin any more than it is to judge somebody else by their skin. Do you right? want to open up? I don't like being judged wait, for being white. I don't like that. Let me ask, why would you support Biden if you are... Don't you think that Biden is just a return to institutional Well, no, democratic because he no- has the blue-collar vibe. If Warren's number two, Biden's probably going to die, die in office anyway. I would love to have Warren in there. Yeah. Warren or Bernie, that's that's who I would Those want. are your top two. What's, Those your, are top what's two? your beef with Harris? She's just a, she's nothing. She's identity politics. She's just distraction. She's dissonance. You know, there's no Matt, who are you there. for? Who's your, who's your democratic? Are you, in, in case you aren't allowed to say, you don't have to. No, no, I, I, I'm not sure whether, I don't know whether I'm allowed to say or not, but I, I don't have one person who I'm like all in on, but yeah. I think, uh, Warren and Harris are probably like one and two for me. Yeah. Um, and I like Mayor Pete a lot too, but I think he'd be he'd make a great VP, mostly right. just because I want to see him debate Mike Pence. That would be um, funny. Yeah, he would definitely kill Mike <laughs> Pence on debate. Nobody's first choice is Bernie anymore. Mine. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird how that's happened? Like it's like Warren just totally crushed. Bernie. Well, that's also it. Also, like I'm Bernie for life. You know what I mean? I actually just got a call from a like Bernie pollster today to be like, "Can we count on your vote in March?" It's like. It's very, very early for that. (laughs) But I was like, I mean, if I show up to vote in the primaries, I will probably be casting my ballot for whoever I think can win. And I think that Bernie can win. Do we think that the fact that Bernie and Warren are both in there, is that going to kill it for them? Yes, probably. I mean, yeah, they'll split that vote. I mean, it's it's so much more complicated than that because it's state by state and who wins what and then they get momentum. And I don't know. I don't think it's like if it was one big vote to do it, then maybe. But. They'll think. rig it anyway, and it'll be right. Uh, they'll rig it, and they'll be like Biden. It's Biden. It'll be. Well, it'll be Kamala. Then... Oh, that's they. They will die if they do that. I, they'll die because if they put Isaac and his alt right friends will. Like what, what's the what's the so Christian if Harrison, Harrison called all Christian that matters as Nate Silver said all that matters is winning those white working class people in Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida. That's it. So that's the only thing that matters. So if it's uh, Harris, not even Ohio. So anymore. if it's Harris, are you out? If out. Ohio, I'm I'm deaf. I know I'll, I'll, I'll vote for Trump if it's Harris. Okay, so Trump over Harris. Trump, Trump over, over Harris who else? Sure. Who else on the list? I have it up here. I mean, it's not going to be anybody else. So there's really no point. In Are you particularly about happy with the job that Trump has done? Are you happy with what you did with your vote? I don't like the where we're at as a country. I mean, I don't like the violence. I don't like the hatred we have for each other. I certainly don't like that. So I'm definitely ready to move the fuck past that. Do you I like? Think, do you I like think where Trump we are was necessary. I think he was necessary. Yeah, yeah, I mean, how could you not like where we are economically? Well, because like, do you believe that we're on a bubble? Maybe. And on the back, on the we very well might bubble? be, but we're not yet. So it's like wages really are going up. Unemployment really is going down. Stock market's great. You can't hate where we are economically now. We might get fucked. But we haven't yet. So, you know, you can't really say that. Calvin Coolidge 20. Let's do it. I mean, then all the better, you know. I'm ready for a serious socialist. That's what we need. I think think that that's clearly what we need. 
And, you know, Trump has been a little bit socialistic with his tariffs. But besides that, you know, in American jobs, it's been good. And that was really the most important voting point to me. But, uh, you know, I get the race shit, man. I get it. If you're, but yeah. if you, but if you, <laughs> I get it. No, no, hold on, hold on. Can that and be I a don't down have board? to deal with it. I, I don't have the, to deal man, with it. Man, I get the race shit, man. I get it. I get it, but it's like, I'm never going to get it, right? That's the whole thing. I'm never going to get it. So what? I can't get it. So there you go. No, well, how can you yeah, not, like, that, you, it's, it's empathy. That's what you're going for. Yeah, would be, would you be, get it. Well, what about <laughs> empathy for these white working class people? You know, I mean, I, th- those are the people to me who've seen the least, growing up where I grew up, those were the people who were the least represented. This is where you know you, I mean? no, this is where you 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 go from one thing of being like I get the race shit, and then you immediately say something like that, which is so not yeah. true. That's so like just very very. What's the word I'm looking for? It's it's um anecdotal, right? Those people are the least represented. There might have been some situations in your upbringing where the people that you happen to be like running into weren't getting the representation in this edge case, but across the country. White people are not underrepresented. Even the lower class white people are not underrepresented compared to lower class minority people, right? Because if you're a lower class, non-Christian female, uh, black female, there are so many different ways. If you're like a, you know, Muslim black female that's lower class, there's so many ways in which you are, um, are so underrepresented that you're completely screwed. I would say white Christian men uh, are underrepresented. I mean, maybe okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Especially in Congress. Sorry, sorry not no, sorry, sorry. Not white Christian men. White Christian people are underrepresented. They're certainly underrepresented on the Supreme Court. They're far underrepresented on the Supreme really? Court. Really? Yeah. Who, How? Name a white Christian man on the Supreme are you, Court. Like, There's what two? Sure. Okay. Like, two out of seven. I don't know the Fine. religions many... of everyone on the Supreme Court, but there's a bunch of white men on there. Yeah. Right, but there's a lot of Jews on there. So I don't think they're the. the one of our attorneys is a Jew. There, there's four. What f- three now? Three or four are Jewish. So I'm saying it's like of what, the men on the Supreme okay, Court. All right, right, but like, do you think the white right. no, no, white Christian men, the men people, are more the people, the white more people, underrepresented than women on the Supreme Court, or do you think that um, white Christian men are more underrepresented than black people on well, the Supreme Court? Well, there's actually zero Christian women on the Supreme Court, or no, besides Sotomayor, there's zero Christian white women on the Supreme Court. Yeah, I mean, but you're keep bringing it back to Christianity. Do you know what? Well, no, but no, no, that does matter because those, you know, if we're talking about demographics, what do you want? Jewish people and white people, white Christians are not the same, right? Those are different groups. So, do you want it to be like a like a percentage thing? Like, no, I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be that. I want it to be merit based only. If it's merit based, then why do you have a problem with it? Because they're clearly there by merit. Well, right. but are they, or are they there because they're diversity picks? They're there because they're diversity picks. Dude, right now, the last two people that have gotten in have right, gotten in true. by being white. <laughs> <laughs> you like reverse diversity yeah. picks. Yeah, okay, true. I don't disagree with that. What's his name is definitely a white man pick. Yeah. Fucking, what's his? Fucking Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. And Kavanaugh's a piece of shit. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's a fucking political activist on the right. And I don't want political activists on the right on there at all. But I also don't want political activists on the left on there. I want people who are, you know, thinkers. Do you think that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is a political activist? Absolutely. On the left? I, I mean, are you kidding me, dude? I went to law school. I spent three years reading reading her fucking opinions. She is absolutely a political activist. I mean, hardcore. Like she changed everything. She's so, such a powerful person. So you think that you think that just by being a a person of change you're automatically a political activist like do you think that she is particularly like going out of her way to somebody be like kavanaugh has boss? been operating for the republicans you know he was big in clinton gate yeah he's been op- a political operator for the republicans for years and he got rewarded for it by trump he said okay you've been you've been working for us for a while now you're going to get to be on here he will never go against a right-wing cause he will never sit there and be like what do i actually think about this he will only do the political line People like Ginsburg, Sotomayor, they're the same on the left. And that's the fucking problem. We need people who are actually thinkers. Dude, RBG spoke out against Colin Kaepernick. She doesn't just go for things willy-nilly like that. She And she's she was a, friends with Antonin Scalia. Yeah, she's friends well, with Scalia. you have to be when you're working Homies. with closely. But you have to think well, about what, what she's an activist for. I mean, as far as I know, is like equality of the sexes, which is, I, I mean, maybe, I don't know if you agree with that, but 
that's that, that, that was her main that was like her main thing that she yeah, was why can't you have a judicial well, but it's not philosophy to be a political wait why body that's the thing it's that it's but not that's their absurd. job like, to make policy it's their job to interpret the constitution it's it's not their job to make policy why so, can't you have a judicial philosophy that affects how you make rulings of course that's inevitable to some degree sure but all of those people should be swing voters instead they're all fucking activists clarence Thomas is an activist also you know, he's but not up there. You fucking. just you just decided uh, uh, described yourself as a swing voter, right? You yeah, just I am. described So so I mean, that's a pretty wide swing that you're talking about. So what, what is? Well, OK, you're you're basically you're defining yourself as swing voters. But then there's also just people that are moderates that are not like you where you're on like two polar ends of the spectrum operating it like a horseshoe. Right. Right. And then, but there's other people completely opposite of you that, yeah, are, that are really in the true center. Right. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, so which, which swing voters are you talking about first of all? And then also uh, how do you determine who's a moderate anymore and who's not a moderate? You can't say like, Oh, well I'm a moderate because I believe in women's rights, but I am on the right on every single other issue. Like that's not a moderate voter. Hmm. And and t- twenty years ago, that absolutely was a moderate voter. So like we're moving further and further left ideologically. That means that the the middle is moving further left too. So that means that you know, are you down with that? Or you do you want like somebody further left of left of the center that you knew thirty years ago? Well, economically, you, 30, yes. You know? Socially, no. That's what I would say. I would personally, economically, yes. Socially, no. Because I think we there's been so many victories in the one. And so few victories in the other. You know what I mean? We've had so many socially left victories. And now it's time to start focusing on... Are they real victories? Like, I mean, abortion is like all of a sudden illegal again. There's people getting life sentences. Well, I think people are reacting very strongly to, you know, what they view as the left winning the culture wars, right? people? People in... The rural states. Well, so, so like, but there's a difference between but who, who's making those laws. It's the local government. What, what do you mean? What do you, What do you mean? Well, my question is: is you're talking about underrepresentation, but these laws that are being put in place are representative of the people that are there. Sure, that's true. In places like Alabama, yeah, it so, is. But, so but why, what's happening? I mean, they're being fucking boycotted by by everyone, which is, of course, they're right. I mean, I don't think Hollywood should be forced to go make movies in Alabama if they don't agree with them. Yeah, but. so I don't understand why you don't think that people can have a philosophy about how they think policy and politics should be run. Like, what what is the the... What is the goal that you think? That everyone should be a swing voter? That people should just go back and forth depending on... I was talking about the Supreme Court, not every human being. But I'm just asking I was saying those should be the smartest people in the country. They should not be reacting emotionally or along political lines. But they you should think be it's always only that? interpreting well, the Why do you think it's always emotional? Why do you think that people can't have differing interpretations of the Constitution? Because then it wouldn't land do. the same exact way every single time where the right guys are voting on the right and the left guys are but voting on the left. But that's their philosophy. That's their judicial philosophy. That's how they interpret the Constitution. Like you're asking for something that doesn't really make any sense. You're asking for this going back and forth. But if your philosophy about the Constitution is that it's a living document, or your philosophy about the Constitution is that it is as it always should have sure. been. That's the original. I would say that that dichotomy is very legitimate, which was the, that was the dichotomy between Scalia and some of the other ones. And Scalia really wasn't Scalia. independent. Scalia. He really was an independent thinker. But he was not an independent thinker in terms of originalism. In right. originalism, he was that was his ideological right. take on interpreting the Constitution. And they should be divided on those lines because that's a legitimate way I to think some of them are like, look yeah. at the lens. I think but Gor- Gorsuch has ruled numerous times in favor of criminal defendants. I right. Think. Some yeah. of them are a little more swing. Yeah. You know? But you're, right. you're also operating under the assumption that there's this huge majority of moderates in this country when like, what we really have is a pretty, pretty solid divide. Right between people that have pretty left of center thoughts and pretty right of center thoughts, and so you you do have this group of of moderates, but those also are less likely to be the people that get involved in politics in the first place, since so many of them are undecided, don't know how they feel. Would you really want a justice in the Supreme Court that didn't know how they felt <laughs> about certain issues? Um, I would like this justices to, again, if they have a perspective on in constitutional interpretation, like originalism, then that is very legitimate. That is a stance that you take to decide everything on political lines when there's clearly I think you're... a constitutional uh, rule in there that should trump the 
political interpretation, that's dangerous. Because think about it. When there's a rule in there that the Constitution says that then you're going in and sort of intentionally taking the wrong side of it, even though you know the rule is right there, you know what you're doing is... But is fucking you're, up. You're, then you're, you're not you're creating a, a scenario kind of out of whole cloth that we're not even. We're not that's talking what about an a specific activist thing. on the court means. An activist but, on the court is somebody but who doesn't follow the, rule of the law. The, they do what they want. You're talking in the abstract to make these things up, but I don't think that that's always the case. No, it's definitely not always the case. I'm just saying legislating from the bench, right? That's a saying. Legislating from the bench. What does that mean? It means that you're making law from the bench. That's not your job. Your job is to interpret the law, not make it. What Supreme Court ruling? That would you disagree with? Well, you know, the most difficult, I don't, okay, I don't disagree with this because I think it's better for the country. And I don't think that, you know, I believe that, um, it makes sense to me why it was decided this way, but, but something that has, people don't even realize how serious the connotations of this are, are when the Supreme court decided, I forget exactly the name of it, but I think it's called heart of Atlanta motel versus somebody. It was about segregation and it said that a private business cannot discriminate on color or race or gender, right? That decision had such bigger implications than anybody realizes because it made it so that now you have the cake issue, right? Wait, hold on. You have the cake just, issue. So Isaac is pro-segregation, I, okay. just in case you what were... What did I just fucking say? I said I agree <laughs> with how this was decided. I'm just saying this was... In terms of the actual You, you letter, agree with the outcome, but not how they decided yeah. it. <laughs> I'm saying that case where you started not... Same thing with some of, sort of our, uh, Ginsburg's cases, where she made it illegal to discriminate in the workplace against women, right? That seems really great, right? We all can agree. That's good. It, people shouldn't be able to discriminate. If you're a trucker dri- driving around Alabama and you can't find anywhere to eat, that destroys your fucking livelihood. That's not fair. Black people shouldn't be treated that way. I totally I get it. Same thing with living in neighborhoods, everything like that. However, when you deprive people of things However, like, uh, you know, now you have to serve everyone, right? Okay. Just like, listen. Are you talking just about just the listen. gay cake thing? Just, just listen. Now you have to serve everyone no matter who they are, that then starts to infringe upon the notion of American freedom, right? Look, if you're making so cakes for a living, you're gay, okay? You're, <laughs> that's your you're a gay person. That's your take on this. You gay cake eater. St- straight people eat pie. <laughs> Literally. It feels like a pussy. You know pie I mean? sexual. Pussy. Um, wait, wait, hold on. So, Matt, I want to talk to you about this. Yeah. So, you... Uh, do you think that you would be what is considered by the right wing a blue check? Is that a derogatory Lit- term? Literally? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Doesn't that mean I have a blue check mark on Twitter? Yeah, you have a blue check on Twitter <laughs> and you're very like... you're very. Wait, like did a, you just ask him if he'd be considered a blue check? Yeah. He said yes. You said, what do you mean? <laughs> no, no, he, but he said literally. He said literally. <laughs> literally. Yeah. No, I meant, I meant what did he mean by literally? Oh. So He has an actual blue check next to his name. I know, but I'm saying like... That's what... When people refer to blue checks, they mean a member of the media who's like, you know, a very left wing. Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't know that. You're yeah, in the that's resistance. That's a derogatory. Man. That's like a derogatory term. Hashtag resistance. Do you feel like there is a divide between like the liberal media and like the right wing common person? Is there a divide? I mean, I. I guess like they're, you know, they're, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question, but they, there is, I, I mean, I guess it's part of the question is like elites versus uh, non-elites. Right. Yeah. Do you feel that? Um, I don't feel it in my life, partly because I live in Los Angeles and I'm not like, I feel like if I was in New York or DC, like I would get much more like invested in that world. Um, but on Twitter, which is not anywhere physically, um, yeah, I mean, you can you can be amplified by your your blue check mark, and people can call that out and 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 take issue with you over it. But I, I mean, sure, there's a divide. But Twitter is such a weird thing to begin with, and a lot of people I think in this country aren't even on Twitter and only interact with it when they see people talking about Trump's tweets on TV. Yeah, that's um, definitely true. And so I don't know. I mean, it's obviously a bubble that journalists live in, and think that everything is really important that's going on on Twitter when that's not necessarily the case. Why do you think so many journalists are left wing? 
That's such a leading question. I, on, <laughs> that's actually not a leading question at all because I have no idea. Why do you think this thing that I think? Um, oh, you think, oh, or is that even true? Or is that true? Or is that even Well, true? there's certainly, there's plenty of right-wing sure. journalists on, in, on the internet and on, you know, Fox News and all that stuff, but... Not um, Jacob Wall. <laughs> my, my gut reaction was to say because journalists are smarter than uh, most people, but... <laughs> that's uh, what I thought you were But... Um, yeah, no, I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, smarter. Smarter. All right. What do you do you guys <laughs> think that that's the reason why uh journalists tend to be left wing? Do they? So, but do the, you think that that's the case? I think journalists definitely tend to be left wing. Probably. Is it because they're smarter? And if that's the case, then why are there even Republican journalists at all? No, I don't think it's cuz they're smarter. I think it's that they have more facts. Like smarter so mm. so better uh, educated maybe. Yeah, better yeah, yeah educated they have more. No, they have more. I mean, they're literally doing the research of a journalist. Like they're mm. going in and getting, you know, getting a bunch of facts and then looking at it that way and presenting it that way. Um yeah, like there's not that many. There's a lot of right wing talking heads. There's not that many right wing journalists. You're right. There's a lot of there's a lot of representation for right wing talking heads. Like there's right wing people on sports channels. There's right wing people on every channel you every show or every um channel that you can have talking heads on. There's always right wing representation, whether or not there's left wing. Right. But, but in terms of the actual journalism, do you feel like in your organization or whatever, not even yours, just generally the media establishment that you've been exposed to, do you think they actively exclude right wing people? Well, here's what I think is really interesting about this is that it's, it's changed so much in the last four years yeah. with Trump. Yeah. The daily beast where I work was known for and still is known for employing a really decent amount of conservative uh, opinion writers and, you know, who write uh, op-eds and, and all that, some very prominent ones, but they're all anti-Trump. Hmm. And so, and I think that, and that, so that has become the divide that I've seen. It's not, it's not a left-right divide anymore. It's, are you, are you with Trump or are you against Trump? Right. Okay. That's interesting. And That's when point. are you with Trump? It's, yeah. This, <laughs> with Trump when right wing, I don't think you should be forced to make that decision. Personally. When when right wing journalists set up outlets, they slowly the journalism falls away and they just turn into opinion centers. Like yeah, the Daily Caller is a perfect yes, example. It's like, oh, we're going to be the right wing alternative. Yeah, it's it's to whatever. so loaded. Every article on a right wing site is so fucking loaded. Well, because like, there's that's no they're... objective. There's no object. They don't even try because you have to adhere to a narrative. Yeah. Wall Street Journal one ex- one exception. Sure, which is their I journalism versus the their editorial, page. right? But a lot of those guys are right wing. But aren't they also pretty anti-Trump in a lot of cases? Um, I think I don't know. I read it every day. I don't. I don't. Do you, uh, get, that, do you get that feeling from them, or you feel like they're kind of down the middle? I think they're above it all, man. Like I think I think they're <laughs> just like we're watching, which yeah. is how you should be, you mm-hmm. know. But you're absolutely right that the vast majority of this, I'll acknowledge the vast vast majority majority of right wing. News sources are so um, like emotionally right wing, you know. Like every word on an article is blaming the other side. That's what they're you know? incentivized like, yeah, yeah, for, right? Right, and you can. That's people are going, there. and that annoys the shit out of me too. I don't like that. Yeah, it's just harder to maintain. I think, and in, in, because if you do journalism, you're going to find things that may not adhere to your party line all the time. Right. Like if you're doing exactly, if you're doing real journalism, and, and then it's your job to just objectively just report. The shit, you know. I mean, at least for reporters, not the op-ed writers. But what do you? But what do you mean by objectively? What is your? I mean, you shouldn't be picking again. Just like in the Supreme Court, it's not a journalist's job to pick and choose for a political reason. It's a journalist's job to report things in the clearest-eyed way possible. You know, maybe you have a theory about journalism, as you were saying, about what journalism should stand for, but it shouldn't be a emotional political reaction. Right? I think there are a lot of journalists and good journalists who have who would. Be, who would tell you that they are very left leaning, but that you that you hopefully don't get that from right. from reading yeah. their articles. Yeah. You want to take it back to the days of Peter Jennings, Walter Cronkite. Yeah, dude, I'm one. Of, I'm totally one of those Walter Cronkite. Make America guys. great again. They're just unite. Try and fucking unite for once instead of just dividing all the time. And the, the right wing people are just as guilty of it, you know. But I'm just saying, it's like we're constantly dividing, 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 and we're dragged down by the craziest people on both sides. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that becomes the, 
stand in. I I read something for something on the left, and it's just like, what are we looking at here? Sorry, I got. Don't get distracted. Keep and I, I I I read something, and I'm like, oh, this is some crazy tweet that I saw on R the Donald, and I'm like. My immediate reaction is, see, this is what the whole left is. But really, they picked the one crazy person who had this idea, and now all leftists think that. And both sides are being dragged down. You know, people on the left, same thing. Like my friend, my black friend from Chicago, only gets his, only gets his news from World Star Hip Hop. And they publish the most inflammatory shit on World Star Hip Hop. And he sends it to me every day, and he says, see, look at these fucking racists, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, picking. dude. You're picking the craziest person <laughs> yeah. from World Star Hip Hop, and that's now what, it, what you're up against. I've got friends from Kansas. Racism, uh, yeah, I've got friends right. from Kansas that are sharing shit. Like some, there's some like small group of people that are they're like leftist liberals. They they claim to be liberals, and they're trying to get child molestation legalized or like yeah, not, right. like exactly. child pornography legalized right, because right, right, right. it's not it shouldn't be illegal to to like enjoy the child pornography <laughs> right. it should just be illegal if you act on it right my favorite thing right now from Very the right is, is the sexualization oh, of no, libertarians children. right oh yeah. yeah do you know this whole sexualization of children thing like the alt writers are like obsessed with the left trying to like sell kids into sex slavery and look at this fucking tranny kid that they're trying to fuck and blah blah, blah. and then it's like where are all those child pageants happening Oh, all yeah, in Georgia yeah, yeah. and fucking Texas. Like, what are you talking about sexualizing children? You're doing the same exact fucking thing. So anyway, I'm pandering to the crowd here. Did you bit. did you follow the uh, New York Times article uh, controversy about the Trump headline that they got a lot of flack for? Um, it was right after the uh, much of the meeting. Fo- this is about the controversy of the Times. Much of the meeting focused on outrage over a headline last week following multiple mass shootings, including one in El Paso that authorities have said was seemingly motivated by racial hatred. The headline, which proclaimed Trump urges unity against racism faced criticism both outside and within the paper among those who said the publication was papering over the president's history of racist comments. Do you th- Is this an objective headline to you? Trump urges unity against racism. Was he doing it in that moment? Wow. Was he, was he urging unity against racism he was in that gi- moment? He was giving his, uh, the speech after El Paso. Yeah, see, this seems what's crazy. This is so upsetting to me because and this seems like exactly like they're urging the New York Times to not unify they're they're urging them to just keep polarizing keep hammering us no apart but, apart, but, apart but it's also their responsibility to say that hey he's saying that right now right that's what i'm saying like yeah i mean th- this is a this is a weird headline for the new york times to run to be honest because it's it's like oh you i think that there's some amount of trust that goes into a, a, a relationship with a publication anymore and so the new york times has this weird desire to stay like act as if it's somewhere in the middle and it is it, it like they they're doing a very good job i mean they're putting headlines up like that but of course they're going to see the flack for it but because... they should that shouldn't be weird yeah that shouldn't but be they added. shouldn't be they, weird. Did, well. they did change it because they got a lot of heat on twitter and and what why do you they think they fucking changed it yeah. oh that's so no i mean no, no it was a bad headline because it, it says it's claiming people like you have to assume that people haven't read all your prior articles, yeah. right? It doesn't. So in that it's moment, completely context free. That's if, the problem. If, with if, it yeah. doesn't matter. It's a report. He was doing that. Now what? Every art, every headline has to bash Trump somehow. That's no, 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 no. It needs to. It needs to give us a context of time. He's saying that now. That's what a news headline is. It's happening now. It's that's part of what you know you're reading. It's not saying what is the headline going to say? Everything Trump's ever done. What's Trump, it supposed Trump, to say? Trump urges unity after years of pushing racism. That's not a headline. That's not a headline. It it's is saying a headline. what that he's saying now. That is a, you can't shit on Trump every single time you talk about it. But him. it's that's the bullshit. context of this situation that, that we're how is in. That, how is it shitting that's on bullshit. Trump to report the general attitude that yeah. Trump has about these issues? Because that's not what's happening, and and but it is all they're like, doing. All they're doing. Okay, so then every, every time Obama said something about uh, anyone else, they had to then say, "Oh, but before he said this type of thing." No, that's insane. I, I he don't did, understand. He was. He was. It wouldn't be news, though. It wouldn't be news if Obama 
um, said something about <laughs> yes, uh, urging was. unity against racism because Obama always was exactly, why we should be united exactly, against racism. Even more Trump so. Than. So that's news. It's news that he's saying it. So it should be given with context because the news event is that he's actually urging unity. You don't do that with a news headline. The news headline stands alone. It's objective. It's not making But your definition a of objective, uh, objectivity is silly because it's just talking about this one thing. But okay, we so all what know. should have the headline have Trump said? Trump suddenly urges unity against racism. They changed the headline. Okay, what they changed? They changed the headline Notable to... Notable Klansman Trump. <laughs> assailing hate, but not guns. Area Klansman. That was what they unity. changed it to. Does that make any sense to you? I don't think that's any better. I think they no. They that's also complete got a complete that. non sequitur. All they got done is got bullied into changing a fucking headline that God forbid would have made people on the left feel a little bit not crazed and in, feel a little bit closer to the rest of us in our country. What? A, wait, wait, wait. It whoa, should be about whoa, unity. Whoa, 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 it's now that's our responsibility. Absurd. To it's go not. It's not the responsibility of the country to uh, to bring us it's together. Not, okay, true. It's not, but it's not the responsibility to drive us apart either. And when they're Why is do, that when, driving it apart? Why when they're is driving it to this guns or shit? That is, they're okay, taking some Get back issue. to the original original headline. Why, if if Trump is a person <laughs> who has fomented racial hatred tons of times, which he has, let's not pretend that he hasn't. Well, that's what, another episode that we'll have to talk about. But I, but I you know it, what I'm it, saying? It, has. We can't get into everything about that. But I'm saying Obama. What, what's Obama, right? <laughs> Look, what's I love how that, that's contextual. Yeah. Obama, that's contextual, Obama but not ostensibly, the... right, was was very pro. Why are we bringing up Obama? Because we're, I'm trying to give you an example that you understand what the difference between objectivity and bullshit. Politics I understand is. the difference between objectivity. I don't think that if, it is. If, I don't think you do. I think that you think that objectivity. You're thinking adding some context line in there is not is ob, is objective. No, I think that. Uh, Objectivity isn't always. I don't know. I don't know what's which side is is racist and not racist. I don't know. It's I'm just, just going to say this. Okay. What do you think, Matt? This is you're the fuck. We should be listening to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is your publication as well. <laughs> no. Until well, you say something, well. Isaac doesn't. My my publication has been reporting on the the situation, and there was a big meeting at the uh, at the New York Times today that we had someone on the inside uh, giving giving uh, reports. Oh, this the, just happened. Wow. Yeah. Um, I am on the DailyBeast.com. Oh yeah. Hmm. Uh, so I think, I mean, I think it was a bad headline. I think that the way that they've handled it, changing it, going back, you know, is, is not, they haven't, they haven't handled any part of it well. The guns thing is pretty Um, weird that they just, well, I think they were, they were trying to find a different headline that, that more summed up what happened. But I think you can't, in this specific case, you can't ignore the, the context of what was happening with this specific attack in El Paso, that this guy did do this attack based on what Trump was telling him. I don't think you can, I don't think there's a question about that. So to leave that out of the whole context of what Trump's response to it was, makes no sense. Is that, okay, again, I don't want to litigate whether, I mean, should we litigate whether or not this guy was doing it? I I don't think it's fair to say that the guy was doing it because Trump told him to. He literally said, like, he was I read the manifesto. He didn't say, he actually went out of his way to say, I'm not doing this because of Trump, actually. Literally. Read it. Yeah, I think he, I, I mean, my interpretation of that was that he was getting ahead of something. But I think that That's certainly possible. But the language that he was using is exactly what he's been hearing from Fox News, from Trump, for these last couple of years. That language has been around for a while, man. I mean, not like this. I mean, okay, look, again, I don't want to really litigate whether or not he was doing it for this reason. In terms of the headline, what should the headline have been? What would have been a better headline, like in your mind? Um, I think, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to come up with one right now, but I think that the, I think, I mean, it's kind of what I said. It's like Trump urges unity despite, uh, Pushing racism that inspired attack. Okay, but so in less words, so, I have to work on it a little yeah, bit more. But yeah. but that's the sentiment that I think should have been there. Big time Klansman Trump <laughs> urges against racism. I mean, and which thing are you pointing to specifically? Like the shitty countries thing, the shithole countries thing. Like, is that the most recent? What is the most recent racist thing Trump has said that we we would be tracking in terms of the headline? Where would we be tracking from? I mean, it's at some oh, point where the list is endless. I mean, yeah. I, I, you, you want me to to go through like, them? but in terms of the most recent one, like um, what would be go be? back to your country yeah. stuff, um, but also describing the uh, immigration as an invasion, sure. talking about Baltimore as being infested, talking about using infestation language about immigrants in general. Got it. So, like, 
So like all dog of the, all of the stuff that he says. So like dog whistling. Well, things, you can't but. call that dog whistling. Well, what does in, that mean? in comparison to Hitler, not, you can call it dog whistling, right? In that, compared to, oh, compared cool. to a real well, well, hey, a real look, racist. Listen, in comparison <laughs> to Hitler, to in comparison racist. to Hitler, Charles Manson, he's basically just a chill dude. Yeah. You know well, what okay, I mean? Well, okay, so actually, Charles Manson is a great example of this, right? Trump oh 2020. So, he's so, not Hitler. <laughs> you know, so I'm saying. So I'm saying. Yet. There, there are many things that we could track leftist violence to, right? There were two uh, people who went on massacres in Dallas and New Orleans, uh, 12 police officers killed by assault weapons, right? Of extreme Black Lives Matter people, right? That's, that. oh, just hold on. That you happened. You want to play a numbers game right now? Just listen, listen. That happened, right? <laughs> that happened. If, if the New York Times published an article saying... Black Lives Ladder Matter leader emphasizes unity after uh, racially motivated massacres, even though they were spouting the words of Black Lives Matter, right? Those people were spouting the words of Black Lives Matter, and then they went on a death spree massacre. I would not be sitting here and saying, you know what, New York Times, you should have written a headline that said, Black Lives Matter leader leaders preach unity after a bunch of polarizing shit, right? I wouldn't say that because that wouldn't be the news. But, that, but it actually, it's it's also, it is. That's, that's an analogy. That's but you were you're using Black Lives Matter, which was describing I'm the, trying to the make position like a of that leader, person. You know. But this was Trump. I mean, this would be like racist president urges racism. Well, after, but sure. But I'm saying, know. I'm sure Black Lives Matter people have said many highly inflammatory things that could have encouraged someone to kill cops, right? But is it is it like as notable and has it been happening as frequently as Trump has been spitting out that rhetoric? And is it as mainstream, right? Like Trump is spitting out, it's spouting this out at like State of the Union addresses. I'm not saying that there's not definitely and obviously a growing uh, white fury, white supremacy movement in this country. I actually know very well. I went on one of their fucking podcasts. I know. You know what I'm saying? I know it well. I, I had no idea what <laughs> I was getting to, into. Not to brag. Not to brag. <laughs> I, I, had no, I went on a Daily very Show. very well listened to Nazi I podcasts. went on Daily Show. I had no idea what I was getting into. Yeah. I, I learned their ideology. I know exactly how these people think. Well, compare I, I get them it. to Adam Todd Brown. Who do you like more? As a person? <laughs> we just they talk about not, personality. They were or, not very nice to Isaac. One of no, them just they hated was me. The, Are you kidding? Were, every comment was kill the Jew. One of them was just comment. in the news recently. One of them just got yeah. fired from his job right, right. for uh, his podcast. So look, I get it, man. I understand what these people think. And I'm not saying it's not a problem. It definitely is. But the other side's a problem too. People are getting polarized, radicalized on the other side all the time. All yeah, the time. Yeah, a, we are. It's a false equivalency because yes. we're talking yeah. about a specific instance. Well, but there has been many mass shootings the other way too. Where? You know what I'm Which saying? Which ones? No. I just named two. Those not count. Two out of hundreds. Eh, that's not that's yeah, not true. I, the, the division the, there was a one the same day that was not about politics. It was a left wing guy. Nine people dead. Does that not count? That counts. He didn't have a manifesto. Uh, biggest shooter. Biggest shooter. We don't even know what the biggest shooter. So why are you why are you counting it? Because I'm saying the phenomenon you're, you're, you're is naming things that aren't left wing. The you're phenomenon is not just White supremacists. The phenomenon is a larger phenomenon. A lot of it. A lot it's of your data is not just. Not just. Maybe there's maybe a few of them, but not everyone. A lot of them. Quite a lot a of few. them. But that's not Quite the problem. That's not the problem. That that's a, that's an inflammatory factor because you. I don't. I, I'm just saying. I'm trying to make it clear that you can't. Going to get his gun out. I guess you don't think. I guess you don't think guns are the problem either. Though. They're not. They're they're <laughs> an infl- they're, Obviously, the problem is something else. The guns. The guns make obviously. it easy. The guns make the massacres easy. But that's, to, that's not the reason. To make, it, to make a people. claim that there's not white a problem. named Isaac killed people. <laughs> <laughs> to make a claim that there's not an issue with white supremacy. I just said there was one. I just said there was one. Is is and and to make and to compare it to left wing attacks as being anywhere near the same amount. It's just not reflective of reality. It just is it. So until you until we establish that as the basic fact that that left wing terrorism is not happening at the same rate as right wing terrorism. You mean white supremacist terrorism? Well, same, white supremacists often associated with with right wing terrorism. Not a lot of white supremacist left wing terrorism. Do you have any okay, examples so, of white, white supremacy on the left wing in 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 the last decade? Wait, what? No, no, that's not. So we plan. can just call it right wing terrorism. Uh, if you want, sure. That's I don't really have a problem with the, you. This is it like right the argument where people go, "Well, the Democrats <laughs> founded the KKK," yeah, yeah. and it's like, "Yeah, great. That's that was relevant, you know, hundred years, years ago. No longer." There are plenty of there's plenty of violence happen on the left too. Plenty of violence. Okay, the division is real, and you yeah. can't say it's only one side's fault. The problem I can is say that I can say the problem repeated is the shootings the problem and is killings the on the on the right do not compare to those on the left, which are not as frequent. 
Um, okay, maybe. And you know, also, fine. Yeah. There, and also th- there's plenty of shootings that happen not politically motivated uh-oh, at all. What uh-oh, about those? Uh-oh. Here it comes. <laughs> what? What Where, shootings are, are, are these? How about the Vegas shooting? The biggest one. Although, which everybody says it was actually he was ISIS. I don't know if that's true. But he was apparently radical, Muslim radical. Oh, damn, great. every time one of my brown brothers shoots uh, someone up, it's yeah. automatically ISIS. <laughs> Vegas was white. Wasn't he wasn't white. Well, he was white. white. Yeah. But I'm saying he was radicalized. Dude, I don't know ISIS why they're saying like that. 80% white dudes now. White dudes are just like <laughs> taking all our shit. White you people, gentrify everything. Yeah, they took yoga from us. They took yoga. <laughs> they took curry. And now they're taking now fucking they're ISIS. Terror. Sorry, yeah. we're just better, man. Sorry, we're better. It's just stuff. for you know, just in case uh, less listeners are wondering, I'm actually of Hindu descent. Yeah, right. They did. We, we do you support Tulsi Gabbard? Yoga. Are you Fuck Tulsi no, Gabbard dude. Fan? She's a psycho. First of all, <laughs> white Hindus are like my like I I would rather vote for like an alt right person than is a she white, white Hindu. She's not white. She's, she's white. Not white. She's a white Hindu. She is not white. She's generally talked no. about as being a person of color. Yeah, she's not she's brown. I don't no. know. She's her a white skin person. is brown. I've seen her skin. Nope. <laughs> nope. Her skin she is, is definitely brown. She's like wearing a lot of tan number two from uh, <laughs> from. Uh, no, she's she's a white person. Like you know, and she's she's crazy. She's like an a Assad person and. Yeah. Uh, just an absolute psycho. Yeah, she doesn't hate us. She also, she also. If you notice, all her media appearances are on like Fox News. Yeah, she gets like a lot she's of coverage loving, on. She's like, loving Fox. the Blaze, Blaze yeah. and Breitbart. Like that's I love how they... she fucking killed Kamala. Though. She ended her campaign. Yeah. But like that's that's because Kamala was actually somebody that had a good shot against Trump. Not anymore. And not, yeah, not anymore. But like, here's what's funny: right wing people would have loved to vote for Kamala because they're like, oh yeah, she's tough on crime, which is. What like if you're a racist white person, you're like fuck yeah, she'll prosecute <laughs> black people. It doesn't even matter. Like that that's the thing. Like Kamala actually has a really good shot of beating Trump if she could make it to the general elections, but she won't make it now because of fucking some loser like Tulsi no, Gabbard. No, that's not if she. That's Tulsi. not going to affect her. Also, Tulsi, her also, chances. also here's the thing. So no, so Tulsi Gabbard is is uh is the white. way you say it is it yeah, getting is more right. Is this the <laughs> correct pronunciation? No, I won't say her name right because she's white. So she's Tulsi Gabbard. But Tool- but Kamala Tulsi. Kamala is actually half Indian. Yeah, right. And so and so you know, Kamala. Somebody vote for Kamala, please give me Kamala. I liked uh, somebody. I don't remember who tweeted this, but it was uh, Tulsi Gabbard was on Fox News like the day after the debate or something, and they were like, "Cut to one year later when she's endorsing Trump for, for yeah. the election." Well, whatever, man. She I would mean, not be surprised. You guys want to win? Don't put fucking Kamala in there. I'll tell you that. Because she's not. She has no chance. She's tough. I she's empty. I don't think Biden. Empty calories. I don't think Biden can be Trump. Oh yeah, totally. No, he I will. don't. I, th- I think I think oh, yeah, his supporters, yeah, he would get eaten alive. What? I, yeah, this this Biden thing is entirely constructed from like 2016, 2012. Like I it's agree. too late. I agree. All right, and, yeah. and women Here's won't my, show up for Biden. Have right? I given my hot take on Biden? Give Biden it. is like a aging Lexus. Like he's like he was so great for so long, but he's got like 180k miles on him now, and he's just starting like. It's starting to die, and there's nothing you can do about it. I agree with that. It's just like the engine's starting. It doesn't turn on all the time. Yeah. The wheels are kind of like dented up. Like it's it's like it was a beautiful car, but it's- He should have run in 2016. It's, it's the, yeah, right. He should have just run yeah. a little bit earlier. It's too late. That said, I, I think he could- I think, his, I think his support among Democrats is entirely out. It's like John Kerry support. I think it's, oh, this is the most electable guy. This is the guy we got to go with. But Who I do don't, you think the candidates can? Candidates. I, it may well be Biden. I'm not saying it won't be him. I just don't, I think he'll get crushed. I can't foresee any force situation in which it's not Biden Warren. I can't. It has to be. Who else could it possibly We're be? We're so far out. You're, you're, it's, things are going to change. Also, yeah. now Biden and, and Warren are so far off from each other. But that's Biden. why. That's why it's perfect. Like they, they're not, they need the left and they need the center. They need both sides of the Dem party. But they're going to get. They're going to implode just based on the fact that they'll ask Biden, "How do you justify what Elizabeth Warren said?" Or Elizabeth Warren, "How do you justify what Joe Biden did?" And yeah. it's they're they're gonna, gets, that gets implode. real sticky. They're yeah. both There's too no shitty at politics. I mean, Biden is a gaff machine. And and Warren makes bad political steps sometimes. Yeah. I'm I'm I'm, thing. I'm thinking Warren Buttigieg is the way to go. Oh no 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 yeah. Mayor Pete. Oh yeah. my Fuck. God, he's he's the devil. I hate him. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I, I didn't think, know that. I think he's an evil person. Really? Yeah. Why? Wow. Pete's like if, you have to say, if Charles Disney if Charles Disney was from Indiana and was running for. No, I, I I 
Pete just seems empty and vacuous, and uh, his policies are vague, and he's he's just like the good. He's the candidate of people that want a, a nice boy as the president. He's very appealing. He's very appealing. He's so smart when he talks. I, I I'm he's the youth calm, pastor of candidates. Very yeah. calm. He's yeah, the youth so pastor, calm. and then and then feel... Beto is the he's the non denominational youth pastor, and then Beto is the Catholic oh, yeah. youth. Beto is seminary the fucking pastor. worst Buttigieg, person. Buttigieg is what Beto assumed that he was going to be. Yeah, that's what I do like about Mary. And he's just better at being whatever completely eaten Beto's lunch, yeah, and which Beto's is just terrible. You know, oh, Beto's on the comeback trail. What, yeah. what, what's yeah. everyone's problem with Beto? Man. He's just a phony dude. You can't see he's the most phony, lying motherfucker. Very he's overhyped. Like so should no run for soul. Senate. Should yeah. run for Senate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't have a problem with. I don't have a place. problem with like well, Beto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you lost to Ted Cruz. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the, the second most unappealing person yeah, in the world, besides true. Beto. <laughs> uh, I'm big on Marianne Williamson. Oh, oh God. I'm, shut the fuck up. God, I'm, people are so insane to say it's that. Just a, it's just a joke. I don't actually okay. think, but I, I do. I think it's I like great for her. I think it's great for her to be in the debates. I love her in the debates. She's, really? I don't she's think great. she's going to be, I don't think she's going to make it in the next No, time. she's not. Her polling is shit. Don't need to elect my theater director I haven't director actually heard mom. anybody yeah. say <laughs> that. She's, I, you're the first person I've heard say, I think it's great she's in the debates. Oh, it's, it is. It's Pe- entertaining. Yeah. She's a crazy person. <laughs> she, you know who, you know who's big on Marianne Williamson is Connor Habib, our former podcast guest, and he thinks that she speaks to uh, an element of spirituality that is not represented at all by any other candidate. You guys are nuts. So, he's, I uh, grew up with that as my mom. I know. I know oh, how yeah, far yeah. the rabbit hole goes. Yeah. It's not she's very the fun. candidate for wine moms. <laughs> yeah, said. yeah. She's the candidate for like wine liberal, moms. rich my, wine moms. Yeah, and people yeah. that get wrapped in. That's cults. where all her money comes from. Yes. It's all her like. Oh, do you know Marianne's running? Let's yeah. give her two, uh, yeah, fifty exactly. grand. So let's uh, before we end, let's go around the table. Everybody's Democratic endorsements. Just Endorsement so or yeah. or prediction. That's let's do both. Okay. All right. I would like the ticket to be Bernie Warren. It won't be. It's going to be Biden Warren. Dude, give me give me Bernie. Uh, you know what? Give me Bernie Yang, baby. Oh yeah, I would give take me, Bernie Yang too. I love, give me that. Love Yang. Just because I would love, I would love like a dude that's like, oh yeah, let's give everybody free money. Like fuck yeah. Like let's just see how that turns out in the general election. Like that's like student council. Running, but well, well, so I'm saying Bernie Bernie Yang is my my uh, my dream scenario, but I think it'll end up being uh, it'll be like it'll still be Kamala, it'll be Kamala, she'll still get there. Wow, man. Yeah, I don't think it will be Biden. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna flame out before before we get there. Nice. He's just it's like it's like he's always too much the he doesn't have that underdog thing. He's too, he's already he can't be riding high this early and keep it going. He might crash. The car um, might the car might putter out before before the time. I, I, I would like to see Warren um I think as a VP I could see Booker, I could see Buttigieg, I could see Castro. One of one of those guys under under Warren. I could see Booker maybe. I like Booker. Yeah, he's alright. <laughs> he just talks about being black every fucking time. It's just like, dude, it's like the identity politics just kills. And you're going to lose all of those. Is that a true statement? Do you guys agree with that? In the first debate, I didn't see him in the second debate, but in the first debate, every single thing was, as a black guy. The best Mm. part about Cory Booker in the first debate was when he got pissed that somebody, that that Booker was, that um, Beto was speaking Spanish. He was just like, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, speaking was awful. My hope would be Sanders Williamson. Um, (laughs) Guys are... What a pair. Sanders Williamson, perfect, right? Sanders. That would be one whole Policy. Country. Williamson is doing the emotional thing. Your guys' Andrew Yang support is off base. We should not be supporting this weird libertarian UBI. It's very dangerous. It should be because it isn't it, libertarian and UBI like literally not at all. Milton, Fried, Milton Friedman, big UBI proponent. Oh, that's true. Um, uh, the UBI that he's talking about will replace welfare benefits in most cases, which is not good. If we want UBI, it needs to be not replacing welfare. It needs to be oh, on top yeah. of other social programs. That's what's dangerous. I'm about joking. Yang. I, I, I want, I want Bernie Warren, but yeah. that's not going to happen. Also, if it's Warren and without Bernie, uh, she's going to get her ass whooped by Trump. Yeah. Trump. No, none of Warren. them will win. Besides, Biden's the only one with a shot. Uh, no. And then my fear is that it will be Biden, and then maybe Booker, maybe Warren, maybe Harris, 
And like 2004 and 2012, they're going to go for electable and uninspiring and, and they're, lose. they're going to lose. Yeah. That is my fear. All, all you have to think is don't think about you and your friends. You right. guys were never going to vote for Trump. You have to think about the white working class people in Michigan. Who are you talking about? Think about to? who they will vote for. I, I just want to say they're the only ones that matter. I just want to say I'm, I'm, I feel really grateful that Isaac is a California voter. And that your vote won't matter. It won't matter at all. We all know that. All right, plugs, gentlemen. <laughs> plug your shit, Adi. Oh, d- yeah, actually, none out. of our votes matter. Well, that's so true. I mean, I, in I, the I, primary, very important. Vote in the primary. That's true. The primary, it's yeah. going to be huge. Yeah. But Kamala's going to win California, and that's why she's going to win the whole thing because because she, she's mm, California. Maybe, maybe. I um, think she's done. Really. Um, she can't reconcile <laughs> the two sides. We're dude. Not we're, we're, I thought we were playing. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. Okay, uh, anyway, my sorry. bad. Um, so, uh, chain reaction. My show happens twice a month. It's at the clubhouse in Los Feliz for LA folks. Come on down. It's an entirely improvised variety show where everybody uses their previous act as a prompt. So it's it's kind of cool. We have improv teams, stand-up comics, musical acts, characters. We have all kinds of things going on. It's a, it's a fun time. Also, follow me on social. Audie Gordon, at Audie Gordon on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of it. All right. Uh, you can follow me at Matt Wilstein on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to the Last Laugh podcast. Uh, lots of good interviews up there with comedians and lots more to come. And you can check out my writing on thedailybeast.com. Woo! All right, bye. Bye. Elliot Rogers. Hey, it's plug time. Thanks for listening to this episode. We're going to do a few plugs real quickly. Uh, join our forum at nahf.boards.net. We have some fun conversations happening there. Not really, but, you know, if you join, it'll be more fun. You can email us at notahugefanpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and write us a review on iTunes. Pretty please. It's so helpful if you do that. Yeah, and do all those things and don't fucking text me. Yeah, leave don't, Isaac alone. Do not text me your thoughts about the podcast. Yeah, That's, send them to the email or post exactly. them on the forum and we will respond there yeah. and it'll be great. Right. Uh, and then my social media is all Funzaroni, including my website. You can follow me there. Thank you. How do you spell that? F-U-N-Z-A-R-O-N-I. Funzaroni. Funzaroni. And why is it that? Uh, it's a name I picked ages ago and now it's too late. Yeah. To go back. Phones are only. Uh, you can find me at isaacsimpson.com. That's my website. Uh, it's a portfolio website, so it's a lot of my work uh, in the advertising and journalism and brand creation world. But uh, you can also find ways to contact me there. Um, and also, uh, I don't really do socials, but you can find me on medium that's probably the best place to to find me or linkedin i enjoy being linkedin so just linkedin isaac simpson and you can uh, talk to me there that's it thank you for listening goodbye bye don't text isaac <laughs>